You are tuned in to the Bird Walking Podcast, only this show is not about birds. Bird walking is when a conversation flows easily from one topic to another, and your hosts, Natalie and Brandon, discuss topics ranging from Seattle, everyday life, current events, and many more. So let's begin. Bird walking. I'm looking for a job. I'm looking for a job. I'm looking for a job. Biggest pet peeve about I'm looking for a job is the la- the the lack of calling you back in a in a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. It, 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 they took weeks to get back to me. Literally, I called them and went back and was polite. So, you said that you wanted to talk about uh, the topic of job hunting. So, uh, how do you want to approach this? Well, I, I think specifically, I would like to talk about um, the attitude that job applicants have when we are looking for jobs and going in for interviews, and we get like really subservient and um i think and this may just be me but i doubt it um i think a lot of people were so oh please give me a job which is understandable but i feel like that puts us kind of on our back foot it puts us in such a terrible position and doesn't show who we really are and there's a whole other bunch of reasons why i think that we should stop trying to be who a hiring manager wants us to be right Right, and 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 because it automatically puts just puts them in the position of power, and we've kind of given up anything that we thought we had just because. And and I agree with you, and I and, and it, it occurs to me that it's not just for the money, like we, because it it's it's the whole society. Society that's too big a word, but it's a whole thing where where it's it's um. It, we've decided that if it's if you're the boss or you're the employer, you are the smarter one. You're you're you have more power than me. You obviously have earned the right to be in, more, you know above me somehow. So when I go in for an interview, I'm going to be the lower automatically. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I think that obviously changes. Sometimes you you have different different people right. have different careers. There are people who walk in and get whatever they want. Right. You are yeah. you're highly trained or whatever like that. But I I agree with you. I think there's a kind of a dynamic that at least for most of us in our regular careers that we're kind of walk in on you know bended knee, hoping for the job. It was great. My last interview, the manager was like, uh, "So I have to ask you these questions," which I love that she said it that way. Like. Well, I'm just going to be here in this, you know, the opaque thing where you don't know what's going on. She's just like, uh, I kind of think these are dumb, but they, they told me I have to ask you this because she hasn't done a lot of interviews. And I thought that was great. I knew exactly what was going on at that point. Right. And it's not that I think I'm better than them or not in the slightest. But so often you get people that come into interviews and they're like, I don't even know who you are. I'm not the person who like selected you for the interview. And it's really disrespectful first of all is one of my big things like we all know that the person being interviewed generally speaking is like at very least mentally sweating their guts out right and all of this and then and i'm not blaming the person who doesn't know who you are i'm not blaming them i'm blaming the whole organization the, right. that can't get their act it, together it, right enough. no no but like even i i think you said recently there was you were going to do like a just a lunch with somebody mm-hmm. and the last minute they canceled just completely cavalierly. It had nothing to do with whether or not you were uh, good for the job or whatever. It's just this person just literally just didn't care enough to get in their schedule right. So they're like, eh, I'm really busy. Just cancel her. Without thinking about 
all you probably didn't sleep well the night before. You made sure you were dressed right that mm-hmm. day. You were, you know, even though it was casual, uh, you yeah, had to can't make tell. sure. It was, it's that duplicitous thing where you still have a job and you're looking for one, so you can't tell your coworkers what you're doing. And, and so you kind of yeah. had yourself worked up, even though it was, I mean, it was just a sort of preliminary thing. But it's just, it's just disrespectful. And then that my that brings my biggest pet peeve about looking for a job is the la- the the lack of calling you back in a in a certain amount of mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. It, I, and lots of jobs I've even gotten, they took weeks to get back to me. Literally, I called them and went back and was polite and said, and they're like, oh, so sorry, we got busy. Like, we had a project land on, and we, we just totally forgot about looking for people. And you're like, oh, my God. Like, people this could be, waiting, like, change yeah. my life. And I'm sitting here every single night waiting for the call. And you are, don't even give me the respect to think that there's another person on the other side of that. And someone you're even going to hire. Like and that's that's not just one industry or one job. That's every t- every single job I've ever gone out for has done that kind of yeah. dumb thing. Those are the ones that I don't go work for. <laughs> if you yeah, if you have the choice, it's yeah. It's, don't mess with some of these people or or guys, flat out. If it, it, again, if you can afford to be choosy with your jobs, but if a potential employer asks you to do a personality test, no. They're, most of them are crap, first of all, all right? The people interpreting them at the job probably are not qualified to do it. So just do the if you want, but don't work for those people. That's dumb. Right. right? I mean, there's a lot of kind of red flags when you interview as well that you could probably look for on that kind of yeah. thing. One is the setting up the interview was a pain in the ass. They couldn't, you know, they couldn't get it together. They rescheduled several times. That's probably a bad sign yeah. of the company that I've you're... <laughs> got a whole bunch of those signs that I, I, I keep them in my repertoire I guess just to remember uh, anytime they have those stupid things I always fail anyway the personality test I <laughs> right. always fail they, they think that uh, I think I come across as uh, a lot of times I'm told I'm not competitive enough the, in those the ones with the, the personality tests they yeah, if you're kind of a an easygoing passive. Are you going type, into sales? Well, I had I had in the past. Okay, I had, okay, good. I was like, that's was, the only thing that makes sense there. I was there like, was <laughs> a, it was once it was like a farmer's insurance, and that was back in the adaptive days. Yeah, that's yeah. And then they said, yeah, you're you're just not you you're not cut for it. Um, and then the other one was actually really ridiculous. It was. Um, I'm gonna name. I'm gonna name the companies. I, I don't know if that, I don't know if I'm gonna. I'm naming the companies. Hey, you're uh, the producer. Dude. <laughs> uh, I was really excited about that job. I, I wanted to go work for Santa. They go. They drive around and put uh, your first aid kits together, or they wash oh, yeah, all okay. your. I they wash all your name. clothes, or they put the bathroom, the toilet things in there. I thought it was a cool job. And after I did a, a actual, I was on the job with someone. Then after all of that, I spent a whole day out delivering and picking up. And then I went and did a personality test. And actually, I, I passed like five. Inter- I went through like five interviews in the same day or something crazy like that. And then, uh, but yeah, I didn't get the job. And I wondered. Part of it was, I think, part of it was the personality test. Uh, I don't know what Which they were testing like, for. Well, and that's another thing that makes it so difficult is the lack of transparency. It literally could be Joe Manager was like, I don't know, I just don't, I don't like that guy. Yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, we all like him. No, we don't like it. Yeah, but like use some transparency, some actual feedback. Wouldn't it be great in a job hunt for to get even if it was negative to be like, hey, want to let you know we we thank you for coming. Um, overall, it was really great, but there was a couple things you said that were made us kind of worried a little bit. Maybe you can work on that, you know, or and you could at least have some real feedback. And then one, you could either be like, these guys are assholes, screw them, or I'd be like, you know what, I've heard that before. Maybe I should go work with somebody to you know work on that or come but you don't you just get nothing yeah nothing. you just and not only do you get nothing they don't they literally 
literally nothing. They don't call you back. They don't say, what, just employee, employers, <laughs> please just call it back and say, hey, we're going with somebody else. Yeah. Please. You know, like, <laughs> this is stupid. Here's the thing I find really irritating is when they have jobs like, um, I'll, I'm going to name a couple. And, and, and. You guys are assholes. We're gonna um, we're gonna get sued now. Okay? <laughs> we, we, we might have to edit that out. I'll, I'll think about it. Um, what I what I'm thinking is, I remember I was I, I was like I was in a period of time where I really needed another job. Um, forget all the circumstances. I applied a bunch of times for their management positions because they post management positions and I was a manager at the time so I, and I fit perfectly for it because I had food industry background and so I'm trying my best and I'm, I'm applying for a bunch of management positions that and what I find out is that they post them but they don't oh. they don't hire for they them only do right. internal. you yeah. only only hire internal and so you have in order to come up and be a manager at a start, you have to start off as a barista yeah, 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 they have no intention of getting you from the outside. Yeah, so you it never can, was. Well, it's a point. I, I'm not even going to apply for those types of jobs. Legally, they have to post it. But would it be great again? Have just someone call you back, and they can still they can still skirt the legal stuff and be like, "Hey, thanks for our application. We've gone with somebody else, or like somebody just got hired today. Thank you." And you you can be you can be free, right? right? Yeah. There's uh, a and there's a better way to do that. You like, you you can, like my uh, secretary voice, by the way. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> You're hired. Um, but, and there's a better way to no, do that. No, I would that. answer the phones ever... like this. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> what? 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 God, why do you keep calling? Um, but they can do, uh, like, like for instance, a large, another large employer in Seattle, uh, they have internal only that if you, you know, if you're not in their system and are on their intranet, you're not going to see that. Like, if I get on my phone right now, I'm not going to see those jobs. Yeah, that's what I think. I, I know and that so, they have internal. So that's dumb that they're doing the, it that way. That's the stupidest thing ever. It's like, if you're only hiring in, internally, then put it on your internal internet yeah, and not there's no reason to... for the public. Uh, the same thing happened when I actually thought I was going to get the job, and then uh, we sat down and they said, no, oh, I'm sorry. They, I interviewed for the whole thing, too. And then at the end of the interview, it's like, hey, you know, we only we only hire entry level. Yeah, uh, there's no positions. You have to you have to start off at the bottom, and then you can get that position. But we don't hire our managers well, from outside. That might have been a case where transparency would have been <laughs> the less transparency would have been better. <laughs> they would just don't yeah, lie right. to you, They're right? Like, like, well, we're not hiring. Uh, sorry, yeah. Bird walking. <laughs> and they're like, oh. And they're like, oh. 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 And they're like, oh. And they're like, oh. And they're. Uh, well, it brings me to my our, uh, next kind of thing that I think about all the time, and, and this kind of goes, goes with life in general, but Natalie, I think you were the one that years ago, we kind of discovered together when we were talking about just jobs, is that um, nobody has any idea what they're doing, like, any more than you do. You're like, Illuminati. So, it's, <laughs> it, it, we always, like you said in the beginning of the show, you know, we always go in assuming that they're the people who have more knowledge yeah. and they have more experiences. But the truth is, they just don't. They get up every morning and wonder what the hell they're doing, why they're still in this job, are they going to talk to Diane or Joe, or, you know, and they, they're, they don't, they're not thinking in the, they're not like some expert that is just trained for this. They're just trying to get by as well. So, it's really important to remember that, both when you're interviewing and when you meet your colleagues <laughs> as well. So, okay, so it was interesting because you uh, a while ago said, you asked me, if, if I leave a job, what, what's the biggest reason why you leave a job? The most common reason, what did you say, if you remember? 
Well, it, it's it has. I mean, I I know the answer is your managers. It has right. not, It has very little to do with the coworkers or the job itself or how hard it was. It, it's almost always bad management because you get so frustrated. And I was listening to um, Safe for Work, which is another podcast uh, with the uh, um, the guy from Tony the Tiger. No, from da- Beetlejuice. Uh, from Dinner Party Download. Uh, I don't know if you ever listened to that. Anyway. Um, they they had a guy an expert on and he said he said eighty percent of managers are terrible. Now this is an anecdotal. I love eighty percent just yeah. in quotes. Just it's an anecdotal <laughs> statistic, but I thought it was awesome. Like he you know this is what he does. He's a recruiter and all of that, like a um, and a coach and all that. And he's he's like oh no they're terrible. Um, and I'm not. That doesn't mean so many managers are in over their head and they it's not. What I'm, tra- I'm trying to defend them a little bit because often people get pushed into management positions. Oh yeah, and so, not everyone is meant to be a manager. There is a lot of that industry thing where you just happen to be there longer. Like you were even just saying for the other the coffee company, where like they just take it from you know you just rise up. Like they assume that as you're there longer, you have some skills at your job that you also that okay here's a couple people you manage too. And not only is that just not right because not everybody's meant to be a manager, but secondly they very rarely give them actual management training. Yeah, um, I've had yeah. jobs ruined when it was fine, but then a colleague got promoted and became my boss, and you're like you don't. Don't know how I like you and you're great to work with but you can't manage me you're awful at it you're and, making me feel terrible and, and, and to be fair they know that too but they're just like oh god right I can't, well, it's the same back to the same thing I, that you I got can't a go job back, but, just, but, right. but you yeah. can okay by the way because this comes up on ask a manager quite a bit and in the comments invariably people are like oh no no step down no one is gonna no one's you might have snarky people going oh jan couldn't handle it but most people will understand that you're like i'm not a people person i can't deal with you people right ask a manager is not a manager anymore and she's very open about that she's like oh no i couldn't do it anymore i can't mm, you know yeah. there's something interesting i've run into as a manager where i've often run as into a manager so when i was a manager uh, the thing that i would run into is that um people would often criticize me for uh not being punitive enough Sort of like uh, you're late five minutes. Uh, you're gonna get a write up. You need to. You need to do this. And I ended up at one company. I ended up fighting to allow me to use my discretion, which I I won that argument. Good. I said I want to use my discretion because I don't think if this person's five minutes late and it doesn't affect me and I don't really care and it doesn't affect the production, then I don't feel like I need to lose people and build up a, a something against them just because they were five minutes late one time. You well, know, well, that's a whole cultural thing. As long I as think it's that consistent. It, yeah. It, it, it probably is changing, but that, it, that's kind of like a whole socioeconomic job status kind of thing. Like, so jobs that are kind of like more blue collar and kind of like they have a have a, I don't know why they have that culture of, of that to keep control on everybody. It's a, that's with dress it's code, with numbers. everything. It's ridiculous. What I found what I found is that I have much more successful. Uh, I've had better production when I am less uh, controlling, less less punitive. When you treat them like adults. Like when I treat them like adults. <laughs> that's, exactly. That's what what, it is. Is it, they're not children. And there's yeah. two things that can happen there. Either if so, if someone. like their performance starts to fall because of that then you adjust it for that particular employee exactly you you ring that you rein them in you you start having more discipline for that person but you don't do it for everybody else or the second one is you realize that that person doesn't fit for this job and they need to go on and you don't just keep babysitting them and kind of keep them or you try to find okay so they're not very successful here but what if i tried you in a different 
position. Right. You, let's you, look, let's try some different dude, things. You first can't be late we... every morning because we got to get in the trucks and go. Why don't I get? Why don't I put you in the office in the back where you can do all the warehouse stuff? So if you roll in at eight thirty, sometimes it'll be fine. Yeah, you're there till six o'clock yeah. at night or what have you. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But I tell you, I mean, because it like ask manager, it'll come up sometimes where someone will say, "Oh," and then my manager wrote me up, and this is for office jobs or white collar jobs, and I was like. My manager says they're going to write me up for something. I will take everything for me to not walk out right then. Because what? Well, that's weird. Who writes up things? Yeah, exactly. You know, some things, write someone up for being unsafe. Write someone up for telling a customer to go screw themselves or whatever. But not for being late or unless it's a huge problem. Don't misunderstand me. There's a time and a place to write someone up for being late. But other things, I'm like, no, you, you coach them. You have a conversation with them. And then you can say, you know, later, this has become a problem. We need to, you know, work on it more. Or maybe this isn't the right place for you to be. But writing someone is just like... So I'll, I'll take that and twist it around a little bit uh, where you... As you, you, you um, yeah, as, I, as I want. <laughs> you, uh, it's also important to remember that uh, you're, it's okay to make mistakes in your job. And you're not going to automatically lose your yeah. job if you make a couple of mistakes. Generally speaking, they don't want to take the time to re- rehire somebody and do all that kind of things. <laughs> yeah. So they'll actually work with you quite a bit. Um, and so I, I, from personal experience, I have just lost so many so many nights sleep and wrung my hands for the slightest little thing that I thought I may have done wrong. And, and I have to go fix it. And I'll get up at 3 a.m. and send an email to try to make it better. And, and, I, and I, I, I need to remember that it's just not that important. Um, and then the other thing I think we were talking about on the way over here today is that um, – Every time you're stressed about doing something perfect, there are dozens of people that work with you that are not thinking about their job <laughs> and are not very good about it and they're not losing sleep right. and they just roll in every day and kind of and you're like, are you how how are you still employed? Well, you know, when I'm losing sleep over trying to get this perfect, but that's not about them. That's actually about you and making yes. sure you understand that you have choices in the way you approach your career and your job. You're not beholden to that employer. Our, our system is set it up that it makes me feel like we are, but we are still human beings and we need to make sure that we uh, feel uh, a purpose for being there for, or at least don't feel stressed out just walking in the door. <laughs> You know? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, I was telling you about someone I know who's like, oh, no, I need to stay with this company because I'm a certain age and da-da-da. And I'm like, they would fire you in a heartbeat if it was if it made sense in whatever they were doing with their organization. Oh, yeah, like the false loyalty. So you have yeah. loyalty to the company, but they do not care yeah, about you. You give a rip about you. Yeah, I mean, be loyal on a daily basis. I don't think there's anything wrong with that because I think that makes you a better employee. You care about your job. But... Don't sacrifice your health, your mental well-being, oh, yeah, all no, of that. It, like, yeah, if people do you that, still and you're do just like, the best job you can it. do. There's not like that, but it's just it's just be holding these stupid factors that no one else is keeping track of either. But uh, uh, sort of subject change with the same sort of thing. You talked about the ladies older kind of thing, and I I, I find I'm increasingly thinking about my career. I'm, I've just always been the kind of person that gets pretty bored easily so I'll be good for a few years in a job and then I start to get bored and I want to do something different and I start to think of all the kind of things I could be doing but um, I'm you know approaching 50 uh, and it really feels like there's a lot of pressure to make sure that if I'm going to do something different or if I'm going to launch into something else I need to do it real soon because shortly thereafter I'm not going to be hireable out of the blue so if I keep on my current career and keep in the path no problem. But if I walk out of something and come in cold to a lot of careers post 50, they're not even going to look at me. So there's definitely a lot of pressure in our our society to kind of make sure you've got your 
your ducks in a row and you're really being clear about what kind of jobs you take or walk yeah. away from. I feel like I'm in that same boat too. I, I can't just, I don't feel like I can just jump uh, around anymore. Well, and you have a, you have a family as yeah. well. So it, it's a factor of people are depending on you. Um, uh, one thing that helps is if you keep thinking that you're about 30 and, and like you, if you think that way and you think, <laughs> I do, I just swear, I keep forgetting when I think about jobs, I forget how old I am. No, no I do it all the time. I'm just saying I, like if, I completely agree. Like, I, there's absolutely no reason in the world why anybody should not look at me because of my age. Yeah, and it's not because it's not a, it's not what what you're saying. It, it it definitely feels that way, and you are going to encounter that, but it's not a hundred percent true, because when people do make a change, so if you you know send out your resume and you're like, I know that this is not my industry, you have all this other experience, you know, right? You have done stuff. And there's also, that's where you come back to you at the beginning again, what you said, if you walk, if you own it and you walk into it like, um, hey, I deserve this job. It makes sense for me to be here. It makes sense for me to, that's a great way. Yeah, that's it a makes way sense to for it. me to it be may, here. Then it, you ha- come with a whole different tone than, oh, I'm 55 years old. I really, uh, you know, I, know it's not, I know it's not usual, but can you just get a chance? <laughs> right. like, there's a whole different, like, and I actually interviewed a couple of people that they seemed great, but it's just that sort of air of like weird desperation that I was like, ah. Yeah, the desperation thing. I went yeah. to a job, the, actually the job I currently hold, um, when I went in for the interview, I thought it was, I've had a few interesting interviews and I, I love them. And this one was one of my favorites where I sat down and, the, and my boss, my now boss, uh, sat down and, and we sit, sit in this conference room and he looks at me and kind of like shrugs or kind of goes like, okay, what do you got for me? Like, and I, I kick back for a second and I go, I've never done this before in my life. I haven't, I haven't a clue anything about it except I've done, I've done some, I've been, I made a, I made a walk-in closet, uh, you know, with a, with a you know, big closet dowel and, and I hung it up and I did a couple other little things here and there, but otherwise I don't have any experience with this, but. But that's great. Yeah. You know, and, and that's where, and that's where it went from there. Yeah. It was like, I, I, this is what I've been doing all these years and I'm going to try something new. And I don't know anything about it. So if you're willing to give me a chance, that would be great. And, you know. <laughs> and, and, and then, so philosophy 101 of getting a job or like keeping a job is just show up every day. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. You don't have to be the best. You don't even just show up every single day. That's really Because yeah. like, my first job I got it when I moved to Seattle was supposed to be just for every other Saturday, weekends only kind of thing. And I just came in on Monday and interviewed. They liked me and, these, and, I, and they just put me to work that day. And I just started coming in every day without asking if it was okay. Nice. And it became a full-time job almost overnight. And that was not the intention. So it was um, pretty cool. If, so to wrap it up, if, if you could say one thing that you could ask employers to do to make it better, what would you do? What would you... Natalie. I would, um... Don't be so adversarial and give people a little more respect. If you... If if these are people that you might consider working for you, don't treat them so poorly. Right. Give them respect. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I I actually agree with that. I think, um... You know, call people. Yeah. I was just going to say, call call me back. Yeah, just call them and say, hey, you look, you know. Call me back. Yeah, just call and say, hey, (laughs) you know, we've got a few applicants right now that look good. Maybe we'll contact you another time or maybe not, but we're not interested or whatever it is. Or if I call you, say, hey, oh, I totally understand. The, our boss is out of town until this date, and on this date we'll be calling people back, like so you know exactly when you start. And we may not have any news at that point, but we will be, you know, yeah. So just com- communication up, would be great. Yeah. Let's just, just let's communicate, people. Come on, <laughs> call me back. I like it. <laughs> Bird walking. <laughs>